0: Good evening, and welcome back to the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and with me tonight to record Diz Dads Podcast Plus, number 36, are Tim Hicks.
1: Somebody's poisoned the watering hole. Willie Crocker. Hey, guys. Welcome
0: back. And our special guest tonight, uh, offering his trip report, Jay Gilbert.
2: Did somebody say surprise?
0: That's right. It's a surprise. (laughs) We're going to talk all about a uh, surprise that Jay launched on uh, our fellow DizDad, Joe Masters. We're going to get to that discussion in just a second. But before we do, I do need to thank our podcast sponsors. Uh, DizDad's Podcast Plus is sponsored by Wicked Mouse Travel. And Mousemaster Travel, both of which are authorized Disney vacation planners, and they would love to help you with that next Disney destination vacation. You can find them at their respective websites, wickedmousetravel.com and mousemastertravel.com. And we're still sponsored by our friends over at Kingdom Strollers. Uh, Orlando's premium stroller and crib rental vendor uh, really help make the experience of being around Walt Disney World with a small child much, much easier. Uh, they deliver a clean, well-working uh, piece of equipment to you that is uh, easier to maneuver around the parks and and allows you to get the kids maybe most importantly from the park back to the hotel instead of having to leave the uh, stroller there at the theme park when you leave. So uh, check them out at kingdomstrollers.com. All right. So um, Jay, this is a sort of a hybrid, right? So we're going to talk about uh, your trip and do a little trip report piece, but we're also going to talk maybe a little bit more generally um, about travel surprise as well so um why don't you set us up here uh you know we we heard just a few weeks ago from our good friend joe masters who talked about his uh walt disney world trip to celebrate he had a big birthday um and you decided that uh you know he shouldn't be celebrating on his own
2: yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. it wasn't actually me that decided it was more of uh, Leslie and Kaylee and Corey that decided <laughs> that they wanted to see Joe for his birthday because I had just seen Joe in Alabama. Oh, right. Uh, we did the 4th of July get together at Adam's house. So I had seen Joe recently. Um, the kids and Leslie are not going in January I'm going solo. So they were pretty much wanting to see Joe for his birthday. Uh, Joe's a very big part, um, of Kaylee and Corey's lives. They, they took to him very quickly when they first met him. Uh, he's always supportive as everybody knows, you know, when they have something going on with school or, you know, a fundraiser or something, Joe's always the first one to, to take part. And they, they do enjoy seeing him as one of the, you know, the, one of the pieces in January.
0: Right. Well, so you said this mostly came about from you know, Leslie and the kids. Um, so talk a little bit about what the planning process is like when you're trying to coordinate a surprise and, you know, the trip really down until almost what, maybe two weeks before was still kind of dicey what was happening and what was going to be open and whether you, you know, he was going to be able to go.
2: Uh, once, once we knew he was going, that's when the, the gear started turning. Um, I had searched for some flights. Just Leslie said, just look and see what you can find. Right. So the first thing I did was found flights, um, Philadelphia to Orlando, and I got them for $22 a person round trip. Oh, wow. So for the four of us to fly for under a hundred bucks, that kind of got it going further.
0: <laughs> you couldn't have taken the four of you to dinner at Walt Disney world for what it cost you to fly round trip.
3: Seriously? Right. And we, we can't go to Chick-fil-A for that. by the time you get a soda and everything else it's you know it's 40
2: bucks (laughs) yeah it was it was unreal to be to be totally honest i when when i saw the flight prices and then i realized well we're only going for three days we can probably get away with one suitcase for the for the four of us and kids will take their backpacks and this might not actually be that expensive
1: um
2: so then the next thing was all right, well, we know where Joe's staying because we had talked about it quite a bit. So we knew he was going to be at the boardwalk. We knew that uh, Jeff and Mike McCabe and Scott were all also going to be at the boardwalk. So first thing we said, well, we're going to stay at the boardwalk. Make this easy. <laughs> Makes sense. So uh, Called on good friend Colin Carroll and said, hey, I know you canceled a lot of trips this year due to COVID. Um, do you have any points you want to rent? And he's like, sure. How many do you need? (laughs) So he went online, booked our room. And within about an hour, I had flights and our rooms booked. And it was time to start surprising Joe. All
0: right. And this was what? Less than a month before the vacation, right?
2: 10 days. 10 days. 10 days before he was getting ready to leave. And we were just starting
1: to plan.
0: Okay. Nice. Wow. So you, you get your room at the boardwalk, you get your flights, you're, you're all set. You've got three days to plan. Um, you had to uh, deal with parks, right? You had to do park uh, reservations. Um, how, did, how did that whole thing work with trying to coordinate with Joe, who didn't know you were coordinating with him?
2: Actually, most of our coordination actually was done with Ariel. Uh, okay. I reached out to Ariel and said, here's what we need to do. Here's what we're doing. So she knew everything that we were, when we were planning on getting in, when we were going to be leaving, where we were staying, everything. Ariel was a champ at keeping the secret. Um, What made it really easy, we actually didn't do any parks. We went down and we just did hanging out at the resort. Um, Another one of the big things Leslie wanted to do, she wanted to do some of Kaylee's senior pictures around the empty resorts, in front of parks. That's really cool. We didn't have to go into the parks to do a lot of that stuff. Right, so right. we just kind of, you know, we got a lot in front of the train station and, and right, resorts. Right.
0: You can so use it, was it more of a, a... as a backdrop in a lot of ways.
2: Right. And that's what, what what our plan was, was to basically go down, surprise Joe, hang at the pool, um, you know, and just
3: relax. Oh, wait, wait.
0: but 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 you were hanging at the creepy clown pool.
3: We Did were. you get the clown nose in at least one senior picture? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
2: awesome. We we actually had her go up and stand over the top, like stand up on the top of the bridge. So we can go nice. across. The yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. So, a great idea so, though. Oh awesome. yeah. I love it.
2: She took just, you know, she took a, a like a flowy summery dress that was just tanning color. And then she got a set of ears with the, they were like the flowers the okay. ears were the flowers. So she just wanted something different. Um, Basically she wanted another set of ears. And since she gets a set every, every trip, she found one that would go with her dress, sure. you know, just to do the pictures. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of just hung out and it was, it was pretty relaxing. Um, right, I haven't so, gone very much.
0: But, right. So, so you didn't have a lot of ab- advanced planning you needed to do because it was a relax and hangout trip. Uh, talk about the, the reveal of the surprise piece because you know, you, you flew into Orlando, um, First of all, Magical Express started running again, um, you know, right like a week before you guys went down. So did you take Magical Express from the airport?
2: Yes, we did. Um, What was that experience
0: like in, uh, you know, I think you're the first person we've talked to who who used the service, um, you know, since it reopened. It it wasn't too bad.
2: Uh, The only thing is, is now you have to collect your own bags at the the carousel um, and then take them with you. And then, you know, they, they'll they load it for you, but you still take it with you. Um, and then once you get on the bus, we were actually the first group to arrive at the, at the Magic Express entrance. So what they did is they put us, it's set up same way as the regular, you know, on-property buses, there are zones. We were in zone six or seven, whatever it was, the last one in the bus. So we had the back two rows. Then there was two empty rows, and then the next group had... Seven people, so they had the two rows, like two full rows. Then right. there was two empty rows, and then another row of people, and then two empty rows, and okay. then another other. So they basically and had the, had
0: buffers that were two rows deep. Had right. they
2: shut off the bathrooms, so you can't you go back?
0: No, we well because we sat
2: right next to them, but I and I do remember them taking a little girl or a little boy into the bathroom. Like one of the parents took a little child before we pulled out because what they did was it really didn't matter what resort you were going to once they filled the bus it left yeah but so you had to wear a mask on the bus
3: then absolutely okay yeah. good okay so it didn't really bother you that the little girl had to go to the bathroom cuz you had a mask oh no, not at all okay now,
0: now and, and that's interesting cuz we had heard that they were going to basically close them that they were going to not allow them to be used um so
1: but when you got an hour, hour and a half ride on a bus and the right. little kids well, to go, I mean, you,
0: exactly. I mean, you kind of have to, I, I guess sh- I, I would put it this way. Jay's experience aside, it's probably worth it to take the extra minute in MCO, you know, and hit the restroom just in case. Cause you don't want to yep. be in the position of not, of getting on the bus and finding out that you can't use it.
2: And that's
3: Yeah. yeah and but four year olds are different.
0: Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> But that's exactly the point. I mean, you make the four-year-old stop because the four-year-old won't tell you until it's too late.
1: <laughs> I didn't need to go then, but I
0: need to go now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you told me to go.
2: They were actually just on the, like just getting on the bus and she said she had to go. Of course. So it was, it could have been that one. That one could have been rot. avoided.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, magical express takes you to the boardwalk. Um, and at, at what point? You know, when when do you get the the opportunity to you know drop the bomb on Joe?
2: Oh, we went right to his room. <laughs> we, we had we had known awesome. because he checked in the night before. It was probably about nine forty-five or ten o'clock um, when we got there. We actually flew out about six a at six a.m.
0: Oh, okay. So you so had that early flight.
2: We wanted to. We figured we're going. We're going to spend as much time as we can. We're going to take the early flight out and our latest flight home. <laughs>
0: So wait, wait, wait. Let's, 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 before we get away from this, you flew out of Philly. How how far is it from home to Philly?
2: An hour and 40 minutes.
0: Okay. And, and you're at the airport about two hours early, right?
2: No. Um, they, they actually don't open until 5am. Okay. But you can't, you can't go through security before 5am in Philadelphia. Okay. So we planned it. So we got to Philadelphia at, we, we pulled into the parking spot about 430. Right. And then took the bus, you know, right. from the parking area to the to the airport and we walked in. All right. So, right so this David.
0: has already been a long day for you because you left home at what, 3.30 a.m.? 3 a.m., something like that?
2: Um, Yeah, it was probably about 2.30, 2.30, 2.45. And Leslie had worked until 11 the night before. Oof. Oh, Way, so dedicated. Way dedicated. Way dedicated. Came job. home and crashed for two hours. We, we weren't off our block and she was sleeping again. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, I hope the kids <laughs> stay awake. This is a long ride at night.
0: Yes, it is. All right. So you have that, that, you know, dawn flight, (laughs) um, and you arrive at boardwalk. Um, did you do, uh, electronic check-in?
2: Yes. Okay. We we checked in. Um, I actually started the check-in process, you know, a couple days beforehand. They they let you go in and and do all that. And I think this might be just the way it worked, but we weren't on property, like in the area of the boardwalk for 15 minutes and our room was ready. Nice. And I've heard other people saying as soon as they get to the area, like even where their magic bands are starting to be censored in the, or sensed in the the hotel they're staying in, they're, they're getting their room notifications right away.
0: They're coming out pretty quick because they're at such, you know, low capacity, but we know at least one, uh, you know, uh, Willie's brother, Jay had not quite the same experience.
3: Right. Yeah, he, he didn't get his room notification until almost, what eight thirty or nine?
0: Yeah, and the room wasn't actually ready.
3: And it was not ready. Oh, and that was it. But that's Bay Lake Tower, which is different.
0: It's, it's true. It's a smaller
3: resort, and people don't realize how small that resort really is, especially when you only have a you know a studio, you know, it's not that big a place.
2: I know Scott Stratum on on his trip during this, he had some trouble with his room. Um, when he got his notification that his room was ready, they gave him a room number. He walked, they walked all the way down there with all of their stuff, Clicked the door and it went open and they knocked and there were people sleeping in the room already.
1: Like they gave them
2: the wrong, the the notification came out for the wrong room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not ideal. No, Now The good news is that that the door didn't open, right? I mean, it would have been worse if the door had opened.
2: Well, so, he was, that's what he said. He goes, he tried his magic pen and it didn't work. And he was afraid to use the app Right. to like open the door because he, he thought maybe that would have happened.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. I you know, it doesn't surprise me entirely. I mean, the, the whole resort was basically reopening at this point because they'd only been opened back up for, you know, a matter of days, frankly, at the time that, that you guys were checking in. Right. Um, okay. So you, you get in, you got your room. Is your room anywhere near Joe's? on the same floor. Okay. Well, that, that hey, Boardwalk is so sprawling, you know. Yeah. There are times when, there. There there are times I, where you're in that that shining hallway and it could be, you know, could be at a different resort. Um I
1: was
2: afraid to try to get a room close to him. I was going to call and and see if I can get a room close to them, but then I'm afraid what I was afraid of was somehow it would get linked to his because I had to delete him off MDE and everything.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Because I
2: had him in my friends and family.
0: Right. And he he would have seen the reservation.
2: Right. So what we did was we just kind of let it flow with wherever they put us, they were going to put us.
0: We were okay with it. Um, All right. So did you at least drop your stuff off or did you just show up at Joe's door with your luggage?
2: We actually walked down the hallway and he, we could see where his room was and it was right at one of the, like, Three rooms off the bend so what we did is we left all our stuff sit in the bend and i started recording the video as we walked up to the room and then i put my hand i i stood off to the side and put my hand over the eye hole in the door <laughs> alien cory knocked on the door and he opened the you can hear him walking you can hear him saying in the room you're like who is bothering us at nine thirty 9 30 or 10 o'clock he's like if this is housekeeping, I'm going to be so like, you could hear him like just right. mumbling. Well, and it was
0: just a and few weeks ago. The- he was here talking to us about the fact that, you know, he's not an early riser. They sleep, you know, they he knows they're giving up time at the parks, but they sleep in at Walt Disney world.
2: Right. And at this point, Ariel knew we were coming. So she was yeah. doing everything in her power to keep him in the room. <laughs> so kids knocked on the door. He opened the door and I'm like, and he like looked at us and he, he said, what did he say? He goes, Oh, he opens the door, and he's like, hey. And he goes, What the f <laughs> he realized he knew like, he realized he knew the people standing in front of him, but didn't know where they were coming from.
0: Right, right. Just didn't register.
1: Right. So it was, would have been pr- it would have been priceless if you'd have had your luggage with you and said, We're coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we stay with you. Well, that's, I was going to do that. I was gonna. I was actually thinking about that,
2: but I'm like, "There's too much stuff." You know, we we all had the kids. Both had their backpacks. We had two suitcases. Leslie had her purse. It was just like, "All right, let's just put it all down," so that when we get to the door, there's nothing. Well, then he invites us all into the room, and I realize all of our bags are sitting out in the hallway yet. And I'm like, "Oh man, somebody's gonna take those." <laughs> so I had to run up the hallway to go get them and just put them outside his door at least, so we right, had them right
0: there. Right. Did he even have his glasses on when he answered the door? No. Oh, okay. Well, so he probably couldn't even see. He could just kind of make have a shirt out Big shapes.
2: <laughs> he was in a pair of shorts. Like he literally just got out of bed.
0: Right. Um, I'm sure he did. <laughs> uh, so you you get that great surprise moment. Um, what what kind of things did you get a chance to do together? Cause I know you know, Joe and, and Ariel still had plans to, to do things in the park. So how, how did you kind of coordinate together with that?
2: It actually worked out because when the day we arrived was the day after Ariel's pass expired. Oh, perfect. So she can only get the seven day pass. So we didn't get there till Sunday. Um, Sunday they were do they wanted to do some other stuff. Um, like they wanted to do some things they were going and the kids really wanted to swim because we hadn't been out in a swimming environment other than our neighbor's pool all summer long. Sure. So my my kids were like pretty anxious to get in the pool and and just relax. Uh, So what we did was we kind of just surprised them. I said, well, we're here till Tuesday, you know, we have, and we had made dinner arrangements at Whispering Canyon for Monday night with them on our reservation. Cool. So they, you know, we had that planned, um, to do that for Joe for his birthday. So basically on Sunday, we, we kind of just did our own thing and they did their thing. Um, we met back, we actually ran into each other at the Springs. Uh, they were sitting on the the patio outside the Edison, oh, looking yeah. like down the, down the main drag right, and right. we were walking back. We were up by, uh, like the candy cauldron and and all that stuff. We were up that way, and we ran into them on our way back. So Joe and I and Leslie sat there and had, um, just, ch- just hung out for a while, and the kids actually walked up to the Coke store to get some sodas and then came back. So we just basically just hung out on Sunday night with them. Um, nice. Later in the evening, we got together with the rest of the guys. We actually sat on the patio outside the Bellevue
1: on that, you know, on that,
0: Long right, yeah, because unfortunately the Bellevue's up, still not up. open.
1: Correct. Um, I saw that picture and thought, wow, that's cool. Wish I could have been with you guys. <laughs> well, and the the first part was we had
2: to Jay wasn't in the picture, if you remember, in the first one that was posted that weekend, because they're right, right, right. We gonna right. to have to take an extra two week vacation. Right.
0: Um so you said you you had uh, birthday dinner plans for Joe on on Monday night at um, Whispering Canyon. So so, how was that experience?
2: Um, other than the awful soda, um, it was good. The food was good. The experience was good. Uh, they do not let you do the ketchup thing anymore, unfortunately. Good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. I know it's fun, but um, I think their soda lines were were contaminated or
0: oh nasty not, not clean
2: oh, yeah it was it was pretty rough um yeah, I bet those where,
0: wines had I never had, been stagnant for that long before
2: right and I think and Joe and I both talked about that and we thought that was the problem you know that they were just so stagnant and sitting for so long. When we complained they actually I actually went over to the the gift shop or like the, the store there yeah. and bought a bottle of soda and they <laughs> let me bring it to the restaurant. Okay. <laughs> I don't and know and if it was the the normal. Cups. Yeah, the,
3: the bottles. Some it. I'm sure it's just the lines haven't been not used in four months, and right. it's yeah. And they don't and know how to clean them because they're always used. They don't have to clean their lines, unlike restaurants where they need to clean them all the time. And
2: we, when we said something, the girl actually said that Coke had been in, and claimed that everything was good. I think it was maybe a bad box of syrup. Oh, that like, could too. Have too yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because we we both had root beer and we both tasted the same thing, so it could have been not the lines themselves, but it could have been the syrup or the, you know, the bottle of mix. That they're used like, the- or,
0: or it could have been that they had Justin, you know, put in brand new lines, and you know they right. hadn't run through enough.
2: Yeah, it was. It could Who have knows? been a variety of things, but that was really the only the only problem we right. had. That's but unfortunate. Very. That um, they did. You know, when we got to the uh, Wilderness Lodge, Leslie and Kaylee went over and got buttons and said we got the I'm celebrating buttons and put Joe's 50th on it and then made one that said I'm Joe. <laughs> so that when we walked in, he was he was wearing that button and they, they did sing and brought him a cupcake and things like that.
1: So, very nice. Very cool.
0: Uh, and they didn't have any problem. I know that there's been an issue in some cases with the size of parties, right? Because of you know, wanting to seat people in ways that they stay distant. Um, but the, what, I guess six of you was still fine?
2: Yeah, we had six. Uh, they put us at a table of eight. Um, actually, we were at the table right behind where the, the desk is. Like, if you're looking at that desk, we were at the table right behind over that barrier. Right oh, okay, there. yeah. And there was nobody in the next two tables behind us. And like to the right there was one round one that was open and then the next one was full. You know what I mean? There was pretty much one in between every every group. And there was some there was some bigger groups. I think there was one that was about ten or twelve, but they were on the one like the far side of the restaurant. Right. And they had that all they had the tables moved to make them a big table and then still had enough space around.
0: I mean, that's, that's been the biggest challenge from what I've understood in the restaurants is dealing with those larger parties like that, because they really are trying hard not to move tables at all (laughs) because it messes up their metrics. Like they've got everything measured out. Um, but you know, I guess the nice thing is that it's Whispering Canyon. So it's a bigger space. It's, they've got some room to sprawl a little bit. Um, and they can break that room up a little bit.
2: It was pretty spread out. Um, Sunday night we had dinner at house of blues, same thing, you know, every other table was that way. And then, uh, we did breakfast at the grand, uh, grand, grand Floridian cafe. And it was the same way every other table, you know, and there was markings on the tables to remind everyone to skip that table. Right. Right. On every other one.
0: Um, and did you do any other, uh, interesting, you know, on resort dining for the three days you were wandering around the resort. We didn't.
2: Um, we, we kind of just wanted to do, you know, we always do one at the Springs. So we, we did that our first night. Like I said, the house of blues, it was, it was a good meal. Um, yeah. Leslie and I had the, like the two protein platter that they have, you know, they do the two, three or four. We split one because with both of us having the, the bypass surgery, it's a good right. meal for us. So, yeah, sure. It's, it's enough for both of us um and then like i said we did the grand californian or the yeah grand, grand floridian cafe for breakfast on monday uh that was mainly because we were heading over there to do pictures for kaylee as well plus right, to get right. us you know closer to magic kingdom yeah makes sense things like that. so um that was a good
1: breakfast um
2: but as as you said my flight down was cheaper than that breakfast was <laughs> so <laughs>
1: yeah
2: but most no things are going to be
3: cheaper than your most most things are going <laughs> to be related be more things. yeah yeah right.
2: and to be honest i think that breakfast i think it was about a hundred dollars but that was leslie and i both had steak you know i had the steak and egg platter and the yeah. kids had the adult size mickey waffles. so i mean
0: yes it's, it's not $100, really that bad but for,
2: for four adults a breakfast but price. it's disney like, I mean, well, yeah. Well, that's what we're I saying. Mean, if you
3: were in Vegas and you weren't going to, you know, anywhere else, it would still be super expensive
2: unless you were playing for free. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah, it, it wasn't bad. I, and I don't mind spending that, you know, on a breakfast there because with the, the cheap flights, the points rented, you know, I said to Leslie, I said, we have a little bit extra to spend on a third, you know, eating a third sit down meal. Right. You know, on a, on a cheap trip. This was really honestly we wanted to do it cheap but we wanted to do it where we didn't think we underdid ourselves.
0: Right. I mean if you're going to make the trip you might as well enjoy it. Right. Um all right so uh, what what for you was kind of the the signature moment of the surprise trip? I mean is it Joe coming to the door or is there something else that that you know even is is bigger than that in your head?
2: Um definitely the surprise because the week before, the week leading up to it, I posted on everyone. I commented on every one of his posts about, "Oh man, wish we were there." Or when he posted a picture of a Mickey bar, I posted one of Corey eating a Mickey bar. You know, I did things trying to like see if I could get him to know that the trip was happening. Right, and he had no idea. <laughs> the, the shock on his face, and I've never heard Joe curse. And when he said, "What the," f-, and yeah. he let it slip. I was like, wow, we got him. <laughs> like, I got him good. good. I was puzzling.
1: I'm like, we got him.
0: Yes, you did. I you got him good.
1: Question, did he share Mickey bars with you? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, surprisingly,
2: fun. I didn't eat one Mickey bar on my whole trip. And neither did Corey.
0: Wait a second. How is it possible... I- this is like the whole, you know, if, if the, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, like if, if, a you know, if somebody is, you know, with Joe Masters at Walt Disney world and doesn't eat a Mickey bar, are they really there? Uh,
2: yeah, it was, it was weird, but it was, I, I don't know. I think it was just because we weren't in the parks. Yeah. Like, what, what did, you did you have then? <laughs> like,
3: right. Hello? I'm not, no. I, I'm not a
2: big dessert guy.
3: I'm um, not either. I, so, I'm I'm with you with that. But I love my Mickey bar when I'm standing there. And like you said, in the park. Like right. if I'm staying on Main Street, I will eat a Mickey Bar, but I don't eat dessert almost any other time.
2: When we did the four parks in one day, I ate six Mickey or I ate four Mickey bars. I ate one in each park. And my wife was like, You're gonna be so sick. And I'm like, Yeah, but it's my snack in each park. I have to do it. Okay. <laughs> and that's, that's how you do it. I I just didn't like being at the resort. I was like, every time I walk past them, I'm like, eh, should I get one? Nah, I don't really need it. You know, it was that uh, kind of thing. Like,
1: that's how I am with churros. I've got to have a churro. If I see a churro stand, I got to have a churro.
2: And we just kind of went with it. You know, like I said, I'm not a big, big snack. I had a Mickey pretzel at the pool. You know, one of the days we ate one of those. Um, I brought my pack of gummy, my pack of uh, jelly gummies home that I bring home every t- every trip. <laughs> so it was, right. and and the kids did their candy cauldron. You know, they, Corey got his apple and his brownie that he always gets, and Leslie got her snack, and Kaylee got a a cookie dough snack at the the cookie dough truck. You know, on that first night, but it was like I said, I'm not a big dessert guy. So it was and I I felt like if I'm not in the parks, I can't eat one. Right. You know. That's that's Um, my in the park.
0: So let's let's you know kind of uh zoom out a little bit, right? Bigger picture. Cause I'm pretty sure that all four of us have done, you know, surprise trips of some flavor, right? Of some level of surprise. Um and thought maybe this would be a good opportunity to talk a little bit about um you know, maybe just some guidelines for folks to, to, you know, think about when they're planning or thinking about doing uh, a surprise trip. Cause there, in my view, at least there's some definite do's and don'ts and and they kind of change, you know, depending on who you're surprising, right? It's one thing to surprise, you know, 50 year old Joe. Um, it's another thing to surprise a five year old. So, um, I don't know, Tim, have you ever done a, a surprise trip?
1: I personally have not. However, um, the 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 five times that we've been on the Disney Cruise, um, it's always in January. So I I always you know get in the Facebook group and beg people to. Um, you know, share their, if, if they're giving the, the a cruise to, you know, the kids for a surprise for Christmas, you know, I want to see the videos of that. So I beg <laughs> everybody to do that and share it on the Facebook page. And um, the one thing this past year that really struck me was that uh, this one family that actually lived, you know, not all that far from me in Colorado. Um, told their daughter ahead of time because she has anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. So if they had surprised her with it, just shown up at the airport and said, we're going to, you know, on a Disney cruise, she would have freaked out and had an issue with it. I, I never thought about that, but um, uh, I can see that, you know, somebody that has anxiety issues that has, you know, maybe slight autism, you know, things like that, that, um, that surprises are not good. Yeah, uh, I can so see that. That, that would be was one issue.
0: of the things that I wanted to mention is that, that, you know, You do need to know your child, right? That's part of the do's and don'ts, because whether it's a do or a don't really depends on the personality of the individual kid. Um, I don't know. Willie, have you done uh, a surprise trip with your family at any point?
3: We have surprised the kids um, twice, but not like what this was. It was more um, we woke them up. The first time we woke him up, we were like, hey, where do you want to go? And the first thing my oldest said was, to my mother's house, not to <laughs> Disney World, even though they talked about going to Disney World for like months and months. And he's like, oh, let's go to Mama's house. And we were just like, can we cut and edit this out real quick? <laughs> but then the next time we planned it, um, it was in January. And the Patriots had just lost, which was an amazing day because they had lost to the uh, Ravens. And we were like, "All oh, right, let's let's play a game real quick." And we played this game of uh, win, lose, or draw. And we did the word, and we we did like five different words, and the the third one was "surprised." You're going to Disney and i don't think they slept for 2 days <laughs> <laughs> but it was so great because all i was doing was i was riding high on the patriots losing right right and <laughs> everyone else was riding high on going to disney world so <laughs> it was like two of the greatest days of my life
0: <laughs> so for for our first trip ever i did a complete surprise for the kids mostly because i did not want to deal with cuz they were you know my daughter at that point was 7 she turned 8 on the trip and John was, you know, three. And I just didn't want to deal with, is it time to go yet? Is it time to go yet? It's time to go yet. (laughs) Right? So we didn't say anything to them about it at all. And the funny thing is that, you know, I spent a year planning this trip because it was the first one we'd ever done. That's how I first got involved with the Diz Dads is planning this trip. And so I'd spent the, essentially the year before we took the trip, doing little things to kind of, you know, like we would go to a carnival or go to Worlds of Fun and, you know, encourage the kids to try particular rides because we thought, you know, this will give us a sense of whether, you know, how they'll react at at um Walt Disney World. And then um the closest thing we got to a real amusement park with them was um in, in Minnesota at um the indoor park, the the uh Nick Universe that was in Mall of America. Um, And that whole trip, that whole time at, at uh, Nick universe, as far as I was concerned, was playtesting for Walt Disney world. And I had a lot of fun with it in ways that they still don't know or understand because I was dropping hints that they just didn't have any, you know, way to know about or get like we were going to Nick universe at, at Mall of America. So I parked on the Florida level,
1: right? Okay. Yep.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know, little things that, that made me giggle. Um, but they had no idea what was going on. Um, and so, and, and we were taking a flight kind of like the one Jay was talking about that they took, um, because you know, for a long time there have been basically 2 nonstops from Kansas city to Orlando. And one of them, depending on the time of year leaves at either six or 7 a.m. And then the other one is is an afternoon flight. And we wanted to take the early flight so we'd get there right away. Um, and so, you know, we're waking the kids up at 4 a.m. And they're not pleased about being awakened at 4 a.m. And they're like, why, why are you waking us up? Well, because we're going to go to Disney World. What? <laughs> 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 so michaela is screeching she's all excited she's actually more excited at this point about the fact that we're also going to um universal because we were going to go to the wizarding world and she was a huge I mean she's still a huge Harry Potter fan but um so she was actually more excited about that part than about uh Disney at first and John was three and just dazed he was you know out of it so the surprise went really well and and we got pretty good video of of surprising michaela so, that went well. We decided we'd try and, and surprise them again um, on a, another trip later. And, and that one was a lot of fun because I'd been doing a lot of traveling for work uh, around that time. And so, um, in order to get on the flight, because we, we ended up um, taking that, that afternoon nonstop, you know, the, the later nonstop that time. Um, but it was going to cut it too close if we waited till they got home from school. Right, we'd never made it to the airport in time, so we went and picked them up early at school, but didn't tell them that we were going on a family vacation. We told them that I had to travel for work again, and I was annoyed about it and wanted to see them before I left, so they were going to ride to the airport with me. And I, my my children are not that dumb. Like I, I kept waiting for them to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 they didn't they didn't until you know we're like you know almost the airport and we we you know do the reveal piece in the car there as we're pulling into the airport and they're like what and at that point of course Michaela was swearing that she knew I knew that that wasn't right (laughs) but the look in her eyes was not the same um and that really was the last time that we tried to surprise because at this point John was getting older and you know it's exactly that s- situation um he he doesn't like to be surprised he he needs his routine and so it's it's been kind of a, a you know a measured thing where I like to let him know but not too far in advance because he gets anxiety if it's too far out too <laughs> um so we we kind of try and find the the happy medium. Um, we had
3: to move away from the the surprise because the kids want to plan things. They yep, want to do their exactly. meal. They want to do their yep. dining and fast passes, and they also want to do their days off. I like think the kids like love days off because that's when they can go do putt putt and things like that, or just ride the Skyliner, which you know I love the Skyliner and they love the Skyliner, so
0: right. Yeah, I mean that that was the other piece is that as the kids got more experienced with it they wanted to be more involved in the in the planning and and make more of the the decisions themselves. Um but I will say that those those two surprise trips were fantastic, were really great. I mean those those were really fun memories to revisit. Um because they were totally surprised and, you know, excited. So Jay, you've, you've done surprises before, right?
2: Yes, we did a surprise one time with our kids. Um, and the way we did it, um, my daughter was going away with my grandmother for Thanksgiving weekend and she was going to be away from us for the first time. And everybody knew we were going and I was afraid somebody was going to spill the beans. (laughs) Yeah. So what we did was Thanksgiving night, um, we stayed home and uh, decorated our Christmas tree and we put the um, envelopes and all the things like that, you know, the the t-shirts and we put them in the, I took them down the basement and put them in the box with all the ornaments prior to them, prior to bringing them upstairs. So nice. then when I brought them up and they were starting to decorate the tree, they started pulling like t-shirts out and then they saw, and then across the bottom of the box it said, we're going to Disney. Excellent. So that was, that was the one surprise. And then, um, uh, it was the only time we ever actually surprised Kaylee and Corey. Uh, this past Christmas, my brother and sister-in-law surprised their daughters with a big box on Christmas morning that said they were going to Disney world. But again, they didn't want to do it too far in advance. So they only did it like 12 days prior to us going because they came down when we were down in January.
0: Right.
2: So they did the, you know, they, they came down on Christmas morning. There was this, You know, all their normal stuff and then there's one huge box that they opened and they had their ears and some t shirts and in the bottom of it when they opened it the balloons came up and things like that. We've been a part of a few surprises, but only one with our kids and then you know, the big one with the the guy from Texas.
0: So so if people are thinking about planning a surprise trip, what what are some of the tips we would give people i mean i think that that tim's initial suggestion is a really good one just know your kid right and know whether you know having a surprise is is going to be too hard for them to adjust to or if sometimes it's the flip side that you know the anticipation get can be too much um especially if they haven't done it before um right. and and really you know for a long time i thought the surprise for the first trip was was good because you know you 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 kind of avoided the anxiety about the unknown and things like that, Uh except I'm now of two minds of that because especially if you have a kid who you're not really sure how they're going to react to attractions, telling them farther in advance gives you the opportunity to sit and watch YouTube videos with them and, you know, let them get a feel for what those experiences will be like before you ever leave. So I'm not sure I'm convinced one way or the other anymore on that.
1: Yeah, that's also true. I mean, all that's true. Um, the one thing that I noticed, um, just watching, like I said, the videos of people that um, that gave trips to their kids for a uh, you know for a Christmas surprise or Hanukkah surprise, what have you, um, is that if the kids have never been, they don't know how to respond. And that it kind of it kind of takes away a little bit of of your as a parent your anticipation of oh they're going to be so thrilled they're going to jump and scream and shout and it's going to be so great they're going to like uh, what
0: yeah they're We're a little dumbfounded what? they don't know what to yeah. what to yeah. uh, what they're excited about
2: right if they've ever been there it's it's hard to get them excited about going because they don't know what they're in for
0: right. exactly well and that was the All thing
2: heard
3: their friends their friends have said I've been to Disney World. And they don't know what really Disney World really is. Right. Which
0: well, is... And, and at that age, I mean, even if their friends have described experiences to them, it's still not really the same. Like, they're not going to get it. And and I still kind of laugh about the fact that, that, you know, my daughter's reaction before our first trip, she had this really great reaction, but it was mostly about the fact that we were going to you know, the wizarding world for part of the trip too. Um, right. because that part she had just seen, you know, the TV specials and all of that when they first, cause it was that first summer. Um, you know, we traveled in beginning of October and the, the land had just opened in, in, uh, you know, end of June. So, you know, it was all fresh on everybody's mind. um, Anything else about, about surprise trips, thing, good things to keep in mind, good things to, to be aware of? Make sure
2: you have good help. Like <laughs> if you don't want to do it yourself, like if you want to try to keep it and, and have someone else help you with it. I, I completely forgot that we surprised our kids two years ago with tickets to Universal when we were staying on Disney property. We had some help from Chris Patrick. He actually called us on Christmas morning and said that uh, Santa had forgotten something in Pennsylvania or forgotten to leave something in Pennsylvania and dropped it off in Utah and held up the, you're going to Universal sign with his tickets in it. (laughs) So it was, it was, it's always good to have some help when you need, when you need to have a
1: surprise. Another thing I'll add is even though like I said I've I've never surprised you know kids with a trip or anything we have done things that were a surprise for example when my youngest turned uh 10 we were going down for you know for a trip for his birthday what he didn't know is you know the night before his birthday we had the, we did the room up I mean we really did it up the happy birthday signs everywhere balloons everywhere and you know there are still surprises to be had Uh, even if it isn't the surprise of the trip, it's the things that you can do during the trip that are also great surprises and they're a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. And and that's one of the things that, um, you know, I think you can leverage the fact that the kids like to be involved in planning because a lot of times the best surprises are things that, you know, they may even have expressed an interest in as you were talking about planning, but you know, a fireworks cruise just wasn't in the budget for this trip or, you know, staying in in a particular resort or having a particular view, right, is, is not what you're planning for this trip. But you know they want it, you know they're interested in it, and, you know, you can make that one little bonus, that one little extra thing, the surprise, and, and you get, you know, the same sort of reaction, the same sort of return you might get from yep. the whole trip.
1: Oh, by the way, we have this theme park view. It's great. Yeah, one of the things we we surprise
2: the kids with or or had in the past is a new t-shirt each morning or you know when we're going to magic kingdom we do a t-shirt of their favorite character that's going to be there and then that it it builds you know you build the surprise of giving them something in the morning they wake up it's like christmas you know they wake up there's a present on the table with their name on it and then it also that part helps you maybe to not have to buy that $40 t-shirt of stitch in the magic kingdom, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. And we did a couple well, on our first family trip, um, with the four of us, we did Kaylee, it was Kaylee's birthday while we were there. So it was nice to have her birthday surprise, you know, there, right, my, right. my in-laws, my mother-in-law and her aunt, my aunt were there. And, you know, we had, they brought Kaylee's birthday presents with them and things like that. So it was, right. you know, it's nice to do those types of things too. You don't have to actually surprise the trip, as Tim said, you, yeah. know, you can do little things here and there.
0: Well, and I think the nice thing about that is that, that, you know, you, you shift your risk reward ratio quite a bit, right? There's, there's much less risk that way. And the reward is almost the same.
1: I, I could, I think that's a, a- great analogy i don't think i could have said it better (laughs) i was gonna say
3: i mean the reward is always higher than the risk so it's why not
0: right yeah well i mean except that that's the whole point like the the risk of a surprise trip completely where they have no input and they don't know about it until right before you know you're gambling that they're going to not react poorly um and and you know you know your kids, so some kids are be fine with it, but it's still a risk until you do it. Whereas, you know, surprising them by saying, you know, yeah, we're going to do fireworks cruise, yeah, we're going to do, um, you know, a fireworks dessert party, you know, that that kind of surprise. There's there's no, you know, not you you lose nothing.
1: Everything's a plus from there. Yeah.
2: Every good surprise video I've seen, I've probably seen one bad one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, where it didn't go well.
0: <laughs> yeah, surprises gone wrong. Zone genre. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, any any other thoughts about either surprises or uh, you know, things you want to add, Jay, about surprising Joe at uh, Walt Disney World for his birthday? Oh, uh, I don't.
3: I don't think so. It was just who a, who else um, bought him beers? Because I I noticed. People were buying him beers online, which is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, we did a, um, in the, there was a, a secret group that did a, a slush fund. Right.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, that was actually for, it was started, the plan was to get $300 in the slush fund so we could do 50 Mickey bars for school Cool. Trip. Right. And the guys in the group, you know, because Joe is so generous with all of our children when something comes up um it went it was at $300 within probably 10 hour. Right, yeah yeah and so then tim timberline started collecting all his money and he's like i don't know what i'm going to do with all this money <laughs> like what do i do with it all so i don't know if you saw a post he posted a picture a few days ago um while we were in alabama this this picture came out of picture frames laid out like the castle with the graphics of the spires on the top. And then the archway had the Mickey and Walt statue like in the archway. So we decided we were going to all send pictures to Ariel of us with Joe from various places or times. And then that became part of his present along with the $300 gift card. And then we just did another gift card, yeah. which turned out, I think, I think it was like over $425 or something. I don't know. I don't know exactly, but it was like, this absorbent amount and he's like, we get to dinner and he's like, here, I'm going to, I'm going to buy dinner. I'm like, no, you're not using your gift card that we all shipped. In <laughs> you're <laughs> not using my
0: your birthday, birthday present birthday. to buy your birthday dinner.
2: Right. So it was, um, but yeah, I, I know that some people were, you know, randomly sending him Venmos for beers. And, I,
1: that's what I saw. It's well,
2: like, which,
0: uh, which, which to be fair is a, is a long tradition for joe as well i mean right. you know i i don't know how many exactly. times i've been uh you know at walt disney world and i've posted a, a picture because i'm you know at a, a lounge with some of the guys and you know i post a, a photo of a drink or something and you know the next thing my phone dings and there's a you know deposit from joe and he says the next round's on me
1: yeah i, I yeah, remember the a... one sorry the go one ahead. He,
2: he did a he bought a round at Trader Sam's the one year he didn't get to the convention. And he goes, he, I remember him sending us a message going, man, you guys can drink. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, actually called, he actually called and got transferred to the phone line at Trader Sam's and just said, get that round table around. Run, and here's my credit card. Like he didn't Venmo that to us. He paid it over the phone. Wow. That's a, the good, whole run, that's a good guy.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. If you don't know Joe, you don't know a very, very giving soul, and that's he is so kind and uh, just a, the greatest guy you ever want to know. So that, I think he this is. was a, a fitting tribute to him.
2: It, it was, and I, I'm glad we did it. um I, You know, every guy in this group deserves the best because when when we're down or you know when something's going on, I, I've seen guys in this group come through more than people i've known my whole life you know i that's the the best part about this group and 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 joe like i said is one of the really good guys um my kids i I know my kids i know tim's kids at least um those five adore him more than anything but it probably doesn't hurt that he always buys them mickey bars he feeds them he bought the girls all their mickey bar ears when those mickey bar ears came out he bought all the girls their ears (laughs) on the cruise like he he just he's a kid at heart and he he loves it and that's that's why they love him
0: all right well i think that's a perfect note to wrap this on um you know joe this one's for you um happy birthday and um you know we all enjoyed seeing you um enjoying your birthday trip. We now get the story of the surprise to go with it. And um, hey, if, if you've ever done a surprise trip that went particularly well or fantastically badly, uh, we'd love to hear about it. You could email us at podcast at disdads.com. You could find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash disdads podcast, or find us on Twitter at disdads podcast. Until next time. I've been your host, Aaron Ripmaster, with my co hosts, Tim Hicks.
1: We'll see you real soon.
0: And Willie Crocker. Thing,
3: Have a Wicked Wild Night. Joe, I can't wait to meet
0: you. And our special guest, Jay Gilbert.
2: You guys want a copy of the video? Yes, please. Thing, <laughs> yeah, of course.
1: I don't play a damn I don't play a damn thing, man.